Yo, I'm back, homies. The 2019 Father Rookie of the Year. The 2021 Father Hall of Fame inductee unanimous decision. Anonymous? Unanimous? Anonymous. No, unit. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 140. All up in your ass. Hit him with that theme music. up homies god damn it feels good to be back whiskey sick podcast is back going nowhere i told y'all that i know it's been damn how long is it? it's been a minute it's been, let me turn this game down man I'm, I'm all up in my motherfucking ears I don't, I don't like it like that um it's been it's been like three weeks damn dude uh you know I, I get in where i fit in now you know got two youngsters um it's it's uh it's actually been a lot smoother than the first one we rolling right now. This one, this one hardly ever cries, man. Uh, it's pretty much uh, mammy duty right now, though. I mean, she won't let, she won't let mammy put, put her down at all. I'm talking about the 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 future uh, women's triple champ uh, who arrived about uh, five weeks ago. Now she's already five weeks old. Um, not a whole lot of crying at night. Just you know, unless you put her down, she just cannot be put down at any point during the day, or she's gonna start crying. She got a hell of a fucking cry on her. It's like a, a scream, homies, a scream. And I know the homie, the homie Gabby is uh, getting ready to have his, uh, his first child, a daughter also. Um, good luck with that shit. Nothing will prepare you for it. Nothing will prepare you for your first one, but your first one will prepare you for your second one if you go that far. I'm done. This is it. Um, this one is a lot less stressful, though, I would definitely say. Um, you're just not worried, you know? Just not a- as worried. Um, but your homie got some time off, you know, from uh, daddy duty and shit, so I'm hollering at you, Whiskey Sick Pockets. We just, you know what we're gonna do? We're we just gonna riff, homie. We're just gonna riff today. That's all we're gonna do, homies. We're just gonna riff. We're just gonna uh, chit chat, bump some gums a little bit, talk about a little bit of this, a little bit of that, more that than this. Hot as fuck in Dago, California. Dago, bitch, California. Ass napkin season, full fucking effect. We in the 90s all week this week. Um, 
Chonklas and Murder Champs season, homies. Chonklas and motherfucking Murder Champs. I mean, actually, Chonies and Murder Champs. You know your homie's high. You know your homie's high. I got up on, you know, I'm, I'm going to be fucking, I'm probably going to have to take a shit in the next 15 minutes. So I'm going to take a break for that. I'm going to take a break to go smoke some trees. And we just going to riff, homies. We just going to riff today. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, you know, just, we'll see which wind, uh, which way the wind, uh, takes us. We got, we on the, uh, we two weeks away from the NFL season. We two weeks away from another heart-wrenching debacle for the Dallas Cowboys. This might be the most, um, pessimistic I've ever felt for a season. I think we're better than last year. I just, I, I, I don't know about, you know, Dak, you know, he's fucked up multiple ways. I, I, you know, it's going to take a while for him to get back on track. I'm not expecting, I'm honestly not expecting a whole lot from him this season. If he can just get through the season, if even if he plays in, plays like dog shit, stepped in all, all year long, if he can get through the season healthy, I'm good. That'll, that'll determine the, the success of my season, no matter what our record is. All we have to really do to make my season is beat the fucking Chargers week two. We can go 1-16 because, remember, there's 17 games this year. One less preseason game. So we can go 1-16 as long as that one motherfucking win is against the fucking Chargers. I'm good. I ain't trying to lose to that little fucking, that, that bitch-ass fucking team. I ain't trying to do that shit. That brings me to, I, I, I forgot all about this. This, 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 uh, you see that SoFi Stadium? I mean, these motherfucking Rams fans getting their asses kicked in their own motherfucking house. That's like you own the house and you're renting the room to somebody and that little homie comes out there, eats your fucking leftover pizzas and slaps the shit out you. You see that dude? Got fucking, uh, 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 Uncle Phil, Jazzy Jeff, thrown by the seat of his pants out the motherfucking, his own pad. This fucking Rams fan out there started slapping everybody after that bitch threw coke on everybody. Nobody saw it. She's like, yeet. And that big fucking monster like did a, a, a five-headed slap. It was like a, a, a Three Stooges episode. You see that shit? They were all standing in a line like some dumb fooks. And he just went there and went down the whole fucking line. He got them all. A fucking slapped them all in one fucking motion. Then he proceeded to get his ass beat. It was one verse like six Charger fans. And they didn't represent, they, you know, they needed every six of those dudes. They needed every one of those six dudes to be able to put the pawpaws on old homeboy Rams out there trying to take on the whole squad and shit and plaza-level seating and shit. It's to the point, man, and that homie in, uh, where was that dude at? Uh, that black dude with, I think he had dreads. I don't know, the dude that had to punch the lady, which I fully support. That black dude that had to punch the lady because the lady slapped him. Listen, listen, this is a public service announcement. I'm pretty sure no females have ever, not even one time, accidentally come across the Whiskey Sick Podcast. If they did, I, I'm talking directly to you if you, if you happen to come across this. Um, the, the chivalry is dead. You bitches, you. Chivalry is motherfucking dead. This whole, you can slap a dude, spit in a dude's face, uh, kick him in the nuts... Scratching claws, face, grab his balls, and ain't shit gonna be done to you? Those days are fucking dead. Those days are dead. I remember those days. They weren't that far long ago. But the rules in life have changed. It's a cold, cold fucking world out there. You put your hands on somebody like that. You put you slap a man. You you put your hands. You can get your ass. This is this is the era of equality. 
You're going to catch an equal opportunity ass whooping. Put your fucking hand on me. I'll knock your fucking teeth out. That's how this shit's going to go. So all you ladies out there, if you don't want to get punched in your motherfucking faces, don't put your motherfucking hands on nobody. This ain't, this ain't the, the fucking 1400s. This ain't knight in shining armor shit. Damsels in distress. This shit ain't going down no more. You getting duffed out, willy. In public if it's got to be. You ain't shaming this man. This man defended himself. You put your motherfucking hands on somebody, you get punched in your fucking face. And then what did you do? Who got the real ass whooping? Your fucking old man. Your old man caught the real ass whooping. He's the one that's over there like in the fucking lazy boy, slumped out, sleeping. Was that the first inning? Was that a, a, a football game? You're getting duffed out. You got your homie duffed out. It could be your, your, your Sancho. Whoever the fuck he was. Your gardener. Whatever the fuck that guy was. He's over there kept catching shrapnel. Now he's got to come. Homie never been in a fight in his life. And he's got to come to your fucking rescue. Gets punched in his face. Slump dog millionaire in his motherfucking seat. Probably didn't get to see the rest of the game. Probably paid for those motherfucking tickets. It's crazy. Listen, it's to the point. It's to the point now where it's like you got to have a full eight-week training camp. Just to go to a sporting, a live sporting event. Like you got to really put in the work. You got to put in the rounds. You got to be sparring twice a week. You got to get the full-on uh, 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 CrossFit. Cross training going, swimming laps in the pool, synchronized swimming routines and shit. You gotta, you gotta be ready. This isn't no short notice shit. Homie hit me up 10 minutes before he was about to leave for the game. I roll up in there, short notice fight in the stands. It ain't like that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta turn down the short notice fights in the stands. You gotta, you gotta turn those shits down. You need a full fucking training camp. Before you roll up into SoFi, before you roll up into a, a ball arena in Denver. Before you go to, to, to Chicago. Before you go into the, to the Cheesehead Stadium. Best to make sure you put in the rounds. Best to make sure that you hit the, you did the road work. You, you on some rocky shit in the butcher shop punching the fucking beef cutlets and shit. That's what you got to do. You got to be ready for this shit now. If you're going to go to a sporting event, your life, your family's life, it all may be dependent on that shit. I mean, that's, that's where we're at now. I mean, there's every fucking, every day there's a new fans getting knocked out video on the internet or some shit or on Instagram. You never see how it starts. You just see right when the fisticuffs start, you know, but it's usually dudes who, who can't fight. I'm waiting to see, like, two, like, Muay Thai specialists or two, like, Olympic wrestlers get into a scrap in the middle of a fucking game. Like, the most technical plaza-level fight you've ever seen. Like, homie shoots a takedown, homie stuffs it, maybe he gets taken down, uh, feet on hip, stuffs the head, gets back up, starts, you know, palm with the jab, sets it up with a triple jab, comes over the top with the right hand, homie's countering the right hand with a leg kick. I, I want to see some technical shit in the goddamn stands. I'm tired of seeing these motherfuckers out here swinging fucking like windmills and shit in the middle of uh, Palm Springs, generating energy and shit out here throwing fucking 
willy-nilly haymakers and shit. I want to see some technical shit. You got to have a full-on fucking write your will and shit before you, you go to these games. Listen, if you're going to go, if I'm thinking about opening up the, the Thunderdome. For anybody who's thinking about going to any live sporting event, wants to get some training in, you can come in here. I'll give you a seven-day tra- uh, trial period. We'll turn this bitch in here. We'll, we'll, we'll get you ready. We'll get you ready for your first sporting event of the game. If you're planning on going to, to NFL week one, time is now, homies. We can get, we can get, you, we can, we can get you a couple things or two. You're gonna need some. You're gonna need some dirty boxing. You're gonna need to be able to fight in a phone box because you're gonna be, you're gonna be in close quarters in these stands. You know, it's gonna need that scarf hold. You're gonna need that 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 tie clinch. You need to dig them uppercuts. You're gonna have to work on some elbows, some knees. Close quarters fighting. That's what the fuck's gonna go down. So that's really gonna be. I think that's gonna be the story of the NFL season. Fan fights in NFL stadiums all over the world. That's what that's what this season. This is going to be the year of fan fights. People aren't talking taking shit no more. They they put up with way too much shit at this point. You're 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 2 years into a fucking pandemic. These motherfuckers won't let it go now. Well, we're going to go down that shit. You know we're going to go down that shit. Motherfuckers va- uh mandating a fucking vaccine that's not a fucking vaccine. Telling you if you don't get it, you're, you're, you're killing people. You're going to kill me. When they know goddamn well, and if they don't know, then they're dumb fucks. That it has nothing to do with transmission, that vaccine. Are we going down this path? We're going down this path. Listen, we'll, we'll come back to this path. I got to give my NFL prediction. I got to give my NFL prediction. I got the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Oh, 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 you thought, oh, you thought I wasn't going to do that. You thought I wasn't going to do that. You thought I was going to break the streak every single fucking year. And I'll be honest with you. Every single fucking year since the Whiskey Sick podcast premiered in 2017. I've picked the Dallas Cowboys and I truly thought that they were going to the Super Bowl those years. I don't feel that way now. But I'm picking them. Because I'd be punching myself in the fucking nuts. If this was the year that they actually did go when I didn't pick them. That would be the ultimate... Fuck me if that happened, if it, that was the first year. So I'm not going to go that route. I got the Cowboys and the Bills. I got old school. I got 1993. I got 1990. What were they? 94, 95, 93, 94. Super Bowls, 52 to 17, 31 to 13. Oh, yes, I remember the scores, homies. I remember the scores. We going old school. We going D-Boys versus the Bucks. NFC Championship game, I got Chiefs and the Bills, Bills taking it. I got Cowboys winning the Super Bowl, beating the Bills in the Super Bowl. Much improved defense. Uh, uh, Michael Parsons, best player taken in the draft. Ray, they call, they calling him uh, uh, Ray Lewis Jr. Okay, I'm calling him Ray Lewis Jr. Looking like a stud already. They just showed some, uh, uh, my bad. Showed some stats that he has the uh, the best run defense in the preseason. The best player against the run. That's what we need, homies. That's what we need. Dak, if if Dak's half of himself, we're going to be all right. I'll tell you this right now, though. If, the da- if, if Dak goes down at any point in the season, it's a Rizzy. It's a wrap. It's Dunskis. Dun Dada. Our, our fucking backups in the preseason, they are garbage. Trash, all of them. 
All of them that you saw last year, they're back. Except for uh, Red Rifle, he ain't back. He's a starting quarterback for the for the uh, Bears for a couple games. But what was it, Andy Dalton? So we're fucked. We're figgity fucked in our ass if if Dak goes down like we were last year, you know. Um, so hopefully that's not the case. If he, if we if he doesn't play any uh, you know any amount of games, if he misses one game, two games, it's a wrap. It's over. Because I mean we we looking to probably take this division at eight and nine and make it a, a, a crazy fucking run. As the 8th seed or the 12th seed, whatever, however many teams are letting into the fucking playoffs this year. We're going to be dead last. We're going back, to back this motherfucking ass up on some juvenile 1999 shit. We're going to back that ass up into the playoffs, homie. Best motherfucking believe it. We're going to be pumped. That's our motherfucking theme song this year. Back that ass up. That's going to be that. We're going to back that ass up into the motherfucking playoffs. I don't give a fuck how we get there. We just need to get there. But good to see that shit. Angels ain't shit. Uh, Pelicans. Everybody said that the Pelicans would never win a chip. They just won a chip, motherfuckers. Summer League champions, five and zero, undefeated, took home the motherfucking chip. Yeah, motherfucker. Summer League. What the fuck is the Summer League? What the fuck is the what? What the fuck was the bubble? What the fuck was the bubble tournament? If the bubble tournament is a championship that they just hung in the fucking rafters in L.A. I'm taking this motherfucking summer league championship, and I'm hanging that motherfucker in the in the in the fucking rafters. Bet I won't. Bet I motherfucking won't. I got a I got a fucking ring. I'm making a ring. I'm gonna get a fucking ring, and I'm gonna rock that bitch. I'm gonna cash out all my crypto and make a fucking Pelican summer league championship ring. Same shit as that Cracker Jack fucking championship the Bakers just won a couple we- uh, about a year ago. So you can't, nah, uh, uh, you can't tell me nothing. Nah, uh, you can't tell me nothing. Bet I won't, homies. I'm already doing that shit. Well, Pelicans look good. A lot of young talent. Let Lonzo Ball go. Uh, wasn't a fan of that, but listen, he didn't fit in the way we were playing him. So if, you know, new coach is new coach, uh, Willie Green. Willie Nilly Green, Willie Nilly Green, he's a fucking, he's a coach, man, uh, Monty Williams, he was uh, assistant coach to Monty Williams in, in Phoenix, listen, AD decided to leave the, the, the Pelicans the moment they fired Monty Williams after we had just made the playoffs, we got swept by the, uh, uh, by the Warriors that year in the opening round, but that was the first year that they went on to win a, a, a title, that, that was like one of the best teams ever. And then we immediately fire Monty Williams to hire Jason Garrett, the fucking NBA version. It, it, it was dumb shit. Nobody liked that move. Everybody in that locker room was pissed that they let Monty Williams go. So this is the next best thing to getting Monty Williams back is Willie Green. Willie Pep Green. Willie Nilly Pep Green. I like his style. He's young. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna really, hopefully, he's got his, his major thing Bring Zion back. Get Zion to come back. That's what the fuck. We got we to gotta have some... We got to make the playoffs. So, there's that. We'll get into some fight talk a little later. We just riffing, homies. We just riffing. We just going wherever the motherfucking wind takes us. That's what the fuck we doing right now, man. Probably going to re-up on some fucking uh, little Mary Jane waiting on me in the motherfucking uh, Thunderdome waiting to get fucking uh, blicked up real quick. We'll see. We'll see. 
Anyways, what I was talking about earlier with the, with, you know, these, these motherfuckers are going crazy, man. You see what's going on in Australia? I mean, this shit is really like Nazi Germany and shit without the fucking camps. But trust me, they might come. They're forcing like 24,000 kids, like kids going to school to get the vaccine. They're forcing it, mandating it. And not only that, they're making the parents bring them to some kind of facility where they're not even allowed to go inside with the kids. They go into the facility. The prime minister of Australia was on TV announcing this shit, saying, bring your kids in here. We'll send them through. They'll come out the other end, and that's it. And people, what the fuck? If you would let your son or daughter do that, you're a dumb fuck. You're a dumb fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you in advance if you ever let your kid do that shit. So I don't know how that's going for them. Uh, and what if nobody shows up? What if only the, the, the cucks of the cu- the cuckiest of the cucks show up with their fucking kids as sacrificial lambs to send them through the fucking little meat grinder that they got over there in Australia? What if those fucking cucks are the only ones, there's only a handful of them that show up? They're going to fucking show up at your door with a goddamn uh, uh, military and, and fucking usher them and throw them in the buses and transport them there? You know that, that, that Australia is an unarmed country? It's, it's like trying to get a CCW here. It's almost impossible to get a gun there. You have to have specific reasons and shit. It's like trying to carry concealed in California. It's, it's impossible. You have to be like a jeweler walking around with millions of dollars worth of jewelry to get something like that. You know, something a real reason. Protection. Be somebody famous with like a real threat against your life. Something crazy. So most of the citizens in, in Australia don't have weapons. So that's the number one reason why that was written into the Constitution. It was a safeguard against the fucking mil- uh, against the, the government. The government that is supposed to be working for the fucking people. So they can never do shit like that. Let's say it did go a step further and they start coming to your door. You come to my fucking door to try to take my kid away from me? To put him on a bus or something? To take him to a facility to get fucking vaccinated? That with a vaccine that's not a vaccine that has nothing to do does nothing to do with the with, with uh, uh, immunity transmission of the disease one way or the other from me to you you to me it does nothing for that. Fauci tried to to have this shit. I won't even get into that. I'll leave you the fucking videos. I got the homies in on this shit now. They're finally starting to wake up. Ivanito, Gabby. This motherfucker Fauci tried to have the, the, the fucking vaccines uh, years ago, uh, patented four times. The patent office turned it down. Why? It didn't meet the patentable requirement uh, definition. It didn't meet the clinical definition. It didn't meet the legal definition. Why? It didn't provide any immunity or protection against transmission. All it did was, uh, was create help you with the symptoms, give you less symptoms in case you got COVID. That's fucking NyQuil. That's what you take. You take NyQuil to ease your symptoms when you catch a fucking cold. So they turned them down four times until they finally paid these motherfuckers off to fucking patent this goddamn thing that you're fucking putting in your body. It's just a spike protein. That's all it is. And this spike protein, do your motherfucking research, is fucking people up. You know, in uh, swine flu in the 70s, their vaccine, there was like, 55 million people took the fucking vaccine. 700 people, like, got their legs paralyzed. 25 died. They put a shutdown on that shit. SARS, 15 people died. They put a shutdown on that shit. 
In the UK, they've already reported 10,000 deaths. In the, in the United States, as of last month, it was approaching 10,000 deaths. And it's still going on with, with over a million reported severe side effects for these vaccines that they never talk about, that they, 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 they censor when anybody tries to talk about. Brand new technology. The guy fucking uh, uh, Robert Malone who created mRNA, he's come out and said these are fucking crazy te- uh, vaccines. Don't fucking take them. It's just a spike protein they're putting in you, and it fucks you up. It floats around in your fucking body, destroys blood cells. That's why people get blood clots. This shit ain't no joke. So you imagine people trying to force your kids. You have, you have, let me, let me break this fucking down for you. And, and listen, I'll leave some links in the, in the bio so you don't think I'm just pulling shit out of my ass like a fucking, like a, like a fucking anal beads over here, just pulling shit out my ass. You have less than a 1% chance of even coming in contact with COVID. You have a less than 1% chance of being hospitalized if you come down with COVID, if you're not 80 years old and have comorbidities. You have less than a 1% chance of dying if you get COVID. There's no fucking vaccine that could give you anything better than that. Children, young children, 99.99997% chance of surviving. Why the fuck would they ever need to get put... A, a needle placed into their veins and inject it with anything for that. Why would you listening to this? You don't. And these dumb fucks going around saying, oh, you're going to kill us. You're like driving around without a seatbelt or all some shit, whatever the fuck they're saying. How the fuck is me not gonna get, getting the vaccine going to hurt you? One way or the other. If the vaccines work, you don't have to give a fuck what I do. And if the vaccines don't work and it doesn't stop the transmission from me to you or you to me, then it doesn't fucking matter either what the fuck I do. These are the dumb motherfuckers that are going to end up like fucking... When shit hits the fan, when the apocalypse comes, they're the fucking house you're going to run up in on and take every fucking thing from them because they're just going to be laid up in the fucking corner in the fetal position crying, slobbering all over their motherfucking selves. They're going to be in their panic room starving to death. They're going to starve to death. They got their little uh, Dinty Moore cans and their Chef Bar D. They got their little fucking stash to last them about a year. Then it's up. Then the gig is up because they'll never come out. So one way or another, they're going to starve in their little fucking, in, in their little uh, panic rooms. They're the type of dudes that go to fucking bars and watch their wives hit on other dudes. Those are the type of dudes that walk around with masks out in public when you're outside. The dudes that have the masks on. The dudes that are over here telling other people to get vaccinated. If, when, since when do you get a vaccine to help somebody else? When the fuck did that become a vaccine? You get a vaccine to protect you. If I don't want polio, I get the vaccine for polio so I can't get polio. If I don't want chicken pox, I get the fucking vaccine so I don't get chicken pox. Not so you don't get chicken pox, you dumb fuck. Who the fuck are you to tell me that I have to put something in my veins for your benefit? The fuck out of here, you dumbass motherfucker. These are the dudes that go to bars with their wives and watch them hit on other dudes. They come home and they sit in the corner and watch that dude fuck their wife. They're cucks. Those are the motherfuckers wearing the masks out in fucking public. Those are the dudes outside at the fucking, uh, 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 at the park with their masks on and shit. Professional fucking cucks. That's what these motherfuckers are and they want you to be a fucking cuck. 
so they can stand on their little moral high ground. They have their little position of power where they feel like for once in their life that they actually have some power over people. Like they, they, they're better than other people because they got the vaccine and they wear their little mask. You look like fucking retards. That's how I look around and say, that dude watches CNN. This dude reads Yahoo News. This dude watches dudes fuck his wife. This dude let dudes fuck him. I'm telling you, when it's an apocalypse, keep an eye on these dudes. In your neighborhood, they're, they're there. Make note. Uh, 17732 uh, uh, Mulberry Tree Lane. Make, uh, note for self. When shit hits the fan, I'm running up in this motherfucker's house. I'm taking everything. I'm taking your dame. I'm taking your fucking biddies. I'm taking it all. There's some motherfucking, these are the same people that are already camped out outside Walgreens. You seen this fucking uh, South Park episode? These motherfuckers camped outside Walgreens. Like it's Black Friday, right, waiting for their third booster shot. They're out there right now. That's these motherfuckers right here. You dumb fucks, you. A fucking, uh, a fucking cold that you have a, ch- you have a 99.99% chance of surviving if you're not a fat fuck. If you're not diabetic, if you're not a fat fucking obese fucking uh, 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 addicted to food, or you're not 80 years old, dusty ass motherfucker, pledge ass motherfucker, then you have a 99.9% chance of surviving this shit. Why the fuck do you need to put anything in your goddamn veins unless you're a scared little bitch? You a scared little bitch, Michael Rappaport. Yeah, I see you. That's the homie. But you a scared little bitch. You're over here telling, you're telling me I have to get a fucking vaccine for your benefit? Then that ain't no fucking vaccine, is it? A vaccine gives you immunity. Gives you protection against transmission. You don't got that. These motherfuckers getting COVID left and right. Oh, but it's all the unvaccinated people in the hospitals. All the ICUs are, are, they're full. They're always full, you shitheads. You think these motherfucking corrupt-ass fucking uh, uh, hospitals keep their, their ICU beds empty? You think they make money with empty fucking beds? You shit-dick dumb fucks. Get off our motherfucking nuts. We ain't taking your motherfucking vaccine. You come to our door. You force our fucking kids to go there. You're going to be met. You're going to be resisted. That's why they ain't going to try that shit here. Because they're going to be resisted. There's going to be bloodshed. And I'll tell you this. I don't think the cops would do that shit because they're people too. They have wives. They have sons and daughters. They ain't going to enforce that shit. But it's going down that route where they're going to start going door to door and trying to fucking inject you and shit. The homies were like, hey, they're, they're really injecting micro, microchips and shit in you. I was laughing my ass off. Now you guys are going like the QAnon route now. You're going way too far. Way too far. You're taking something that's true and then now you're, you're, you're taking it away. And then here, here came the, the Pentagon. Pentagon announcing that they're working on a chip to put under your skin (laughs) that will detect if you get COVID-19. So they're fucking right. I mean, everything they say is fucking right. So I'm just saying, listen, this shit is, is, is not what they made it to be. And they're still trying to keep this fucking gravy train rolling with this shit. Why haven't they ever talked about how to treat this shit? If you really want to get rid of it, why are you only talking about a vaccine that isn't a vaccine? We ain't even calling it a vaccine no more. It's a, tra- it's a treatment. It's a pre-treatment. It, it, it's that little bit of nut that comes out of your dick before you bust. Before you really bust. That's all that shit is. That's that pre-nut. It don't even do nothing. 
39% efficacy, the Pfizer, that just got FDA approved. 39% efficacy against COVID. Normal drugs have to at least, on minimum, for even emergency use, have to have a 50% efficacy. This thing has 39, got passed. What does that mean for the other, uh, the other uh, vaccines? Well, technically, it means that those other vaccines are now the JJ, the J- John, uh, Johnson & Johnson. You can take this fucking Johnson & Johnson in your motherfucking mouth. Motherfuckers can't even make talcum powder while killing people. Motherfuckers just had five different kinds of, of, sun, of sunscreen pulled off the fucking market because it's killing people. And you're going to trust them to put some shit in your fucking, in your fucking veins, you dumbass you? But what's going to happen with them? Once you, you have an FDA-approved uh, uh, vaccine now, so those other ones should be full stop gone. There's no use for them now because you have an FDA-approved one. But they don't follow that no more. They don't follow any of the protocols they've had. So they'll probably FDA-approve those shits too. Isn't that some shit? But they won't make a treatment. You know, there's no confirmed treatment on how to do this. If you go there, they don't, they, you go to a doctor and they don't want to give you ivermectin or something. They give you a mesreserin, which is $3,000 a fucking dose, and that's it. A, a fucking drug that even the corrupt-ass NHO said doesn't fucking work. That's the only approved treatment for, for, from the CDC for, for COVID, to treat COVID when you already have it. Meanwhile, there's tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of doctors and physicians all around the world that have used an ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, steroids, uh, all sorts of different drugs to treat these, and they won't fucking approve any of them to treat it once you already have it. They really wanted to get rid of it, then you have to treat it when people do get it. But all you hear about, the only thing you really should care about is when people are hospitalized or die. You shouldn't give a fuck about the people who get it, have a cough, and are fine in a couple days. That's just a regular cough. That's just a regular flu. That's like... A lot of people get a flu, still go to fucking work. A handful of them get really fucking sick. Why? Because they're fat pieces of shit. Don't exercise or have some other kind of comorbidity. The average person, the average person in the United States who has died from COVID has four, on average, four comorbidities. This is a pandemic of the fat and old, period. We taking the gloves off, homie. Any physician worth his fucking weight that isn't bought and paid for will tell you the worst thing they could have done during a pandemic is try to vaccinate the entire fucking population. The only thing you needed to do was try to vaccinate because it's not a vaccine in the first place. The most at risk would have been the elderly and people with severe comorbidities. Comorbidities. That's it. Those are the only people that needed that fucking shot. Why aren't they mentioning uh, natural immunity? There's nothing stronger. You know that if you get COVID and fight it off, you can't get COVID again? Very, very, very rare. There's nothing stronger than building natural antibodies. Why? Because you build the whole antibody. That little bullshit uh, 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 vaccine, it gives you antibodies, partial antibodies. Because you're only getting partial of the actual fucking disease put into you. Natural uh, immunity, if you got it, the best thing they're saying now, the best thing you could do, especially if you're young and healthy, is get COVID and get over it. You'll never get it again. There's nothing stronger than that. Two-thirds of the people that already had it and had the antibodies and got the fucking vaccine get fucked up. Why? 
because now you're building too many antibodies, more than your body can fucking handle. They don't tell you this. Pregnant women, they're out here saying pregnant women do not get this shit. My wife did not get this shit. She just got forced to because now she just got went. When she goes back to work, they're mandating vaccines. So she got the first shot. I'm going to be telling, we're going we're gonna to be talking about the second shot. We're going to try to put that one off because they say now you don't want to be breastfeeding with the vaccine. Why? They say, why? Well, you can pass on the antibodies to your kids. So that's a good thing. You can also pass on the spike protein. And that's what the fuck you want to keep out of yourself. So these motherfuckers been done, been fucking lying to you. If you get off, I mean, this shit sounds crazy, but I told the homies Ivanito and Gabby and they saw, get off of Google. Go If you got an iPhone, go into settings, go into Safari and set your, your browser to DuckDuckGo and use that for the next little uh, few weeks and see if your life doesn't change. Anything you search for, now you got, you got news from all over the world, not just CNN and Yahoo and Apple News with their same fucking propaganda. You'll see everything that these motherfuckers are censoring, everything that they're censoring, anything that has to do with anything other than the fucking vaccine. Treatments, which has nothing to do with the vaccine. Vaccines are supposed to be for prevention. They won't even let you hear about treatments in case you get it. If they really gave a fuck about your health, they'd be telling you about something like over-the-counter ivermectin. Instead, they get to let the little shills out. Oh, it's a, it's a horse paste. <laughs> because it can be used for veterinary reasons for, as well. Veterinarian reasons as well. But there's also a human version that cured river blindness and won the Nobel Prize just a couple years ago. Yeah, for human consumption that helps with inflammation in your fucking lungs, which brings back 65% of late-term COVID patients who are full-blown, have pneumonia in their lungs. Still bringing back 65% of them. They would tell you, everybody, get ivermectin. We'll mass-produce this shit. We'll get that out. Have it in your fucking pantry. Treat at home. You need to have people be able to treat themselves. If hospitals were overrun, it's because people are terrified now. So the very first thing, they, they get a cough or a cold, they run to the hospital. Hey, at the very first sign of a cough or a cold, take ivermectin. You'll be fine. They don't want you to be fine. They want you to get these vaccines. Now it's the third one. There's going to be a fourth one. We've already told you that. This shit didn't last more than a couple months. You got it, and it's already fucking obsolete. So you got injected with some stupid shit. Now you're trying to save face and try to keep, keep with this bullshit rhetoric that other people not getting vaccinated are the fucking problem. And they're the ones killing people. Even though getting the vaccine doesn't make you not be able to get the fucking COVID or pass it on to other people. Oh, well, you could be, you could be uh, 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 asymptomatic and spread it. Very little. Don't let those motherfuckers. Very few people who are asymptomatic spread it. The super spreaders are the people who show symptoms. Don't fall for their bullshit, homies. You see what they're doing? If you, don't, if you can't take a look at Australia and all around the world, Paris, all these places where they're going to these extreme measures, if you don't see what it's all about, the control, authoritarianism that this shit is ushering in, the censorship that you've seen your own government fucking participate in, taking away of your fucking civil fucking liberty that everything was based on, that the whole constitution was based on, Freedom of speech, freedom of the press, they're censoring them all. You have dweebs at Facebook and Twitter that are deciding that the world's leaders in these things, that the person who invented the mRNA vaccine is spreading disinformation, 
taking his, his videos off of YouTube because he's telling you that these vaccines that he helped create the technology for are not safe yet. You don't know anything about them. They thought that when you got the shot, it would stay in your arm right where you got it, but it doesn't. Now they're finding it goes all over. These fucking uh, spike proteins float all over your body and destroy cells. This is what happens. And this is a, these, these side effects and shit, the, the, the numbers of death reported from these are all within three days of getting the second shot. And this is an uh, information that you can look up on B-A-E-R-S. It's a, it's, it's a, a place where doctors and, and nurses and stuff, they report side effects to vaccines and shit. And in like 2007, 5 or something like 2005 or 6 or 7, they did an uh, investigation on, on, in VAERS. And they found out that of all the vaccines, that probably only about 1% of actual people who experienced any kind of side effect actually gets reported so these numbers that you're seeing the 10,000 in the UK dead 10,000 here uh, dead within could be possibly just 1% when they were counting COVID deaths they were counting people with COVID not people who got COVID who died because of COVID people who died and had COVID when they died the very shit that they fucking tell you, oh, cases are this, cases are that. The most common test is the PCR test. In December, the WHO, again, another captured, bought by Big Pharma, corrupt organization, the World Health Organization, came out and said, straight up, these PCR tests are bullshit. The CDC has been recalling them. Their recall is supposed to be finished by the end, by December of this year. They're recalling those PCR tests. Why? Because they're full of shit. They don't fucking work. Those are the tests that you saw the kids pouring coke on and saying they had COVID. Turns out, they can't differentiate between Delta virus and COVID. So where'd they get those Delta virus uh, 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 numbers? Who the fuck knows? And they can't even differentiate between the flu and COVID. Haven't you noticed how the flu has disappeared? All of a sudden, there's no flu? No, just everything is called COVID now. So these tests are, are completely fucked up. Their numbers are completely fucking skewed. I saw some shit the other day. I'll leave it in the, in the description. This guy talking about the patents. The patents of these viruses and how long. They're calling it a novel coronavirus. There's nothing novel about it. It's been in creation since 1999. They've been patenting coronaviruses since 1999. Yes, it, it, it's been an animal virus. SARS also, the original SARS. They, these are all man-made things. If you look at the patent. And this guy will give you all the patent numbers. You can look them up yourself. The patent says synthetic artificial COVID. Synthetic artificial. What does that mean? It was made in the fucking lab. How do you know that? How do you patent a, a fucking disease like that? You can't patent anything that occurs naturally in the universe. In nature. You can't patent something that occurs naturally. You can't patent a fucking flower that blooms. Unless you create something that's different from that and you physically alter it some different way. They created these viruses. That's why they're patenting them. And what they're patenting is the gene, the, 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 the gene readout. You know, like uh, when you have DNA and it's that TR, you know, it's that big long stream of numbers, CGT, you know, the, the uh, 
what do they call it? The, uh, the gene itself. And it goes on for, for forever, basically, for a long fucking time, right? So these, these variants, the G-T-R-C-T-T-T-R-C-T-T, that long-ass uh, uh, you know, chain of DNA that makes up this virus, they just take a different section of it and call it something different. It's the same COVID. Delta is the same COVID. It's just a different strand on the DNA, a different section of the strand of the DNA off of it. So they have Lambda, they have Omega, they have all those. All they have to do is just take a different section of the strand, call it something different. That's what the fuck you have. It can't even differentiate with the tests, and most of the tests are bullshit anyways. It's all bullshit. And they're still trying to make you wear masks. They're trying to make your kids wear masks. They're still trying to put stuff into your fucking arms. Do you see now? We've been telling you about this. And the homies, Ivan, Gabby, Oh, that's conspiracy, sheer, conspiracy theory shit. No, homies, you're in the conspiracy. You're living their conspiracy. Me telling you that I don't believe in their conspiracy isn't the conspiracy. This is the truth that they want you to believe is the fucking conspiracy while they spin the conspiracy. Like while we were in Iraq for fucking 20 years. That kind of shit. They're the ones spinning that shit. Why do you think they don't want anybody that speaking against it? Because it'll crumble and fall. And it will eventually. So that's what the fuck you're living. These guys sound is conspiracy theory. I, I hit them onto the patent video that I was just talking about. Changing their motherfucking tune. Oh shit. All this shit makes sense now. Yeah, it makes fucking sense now. How they ushered this shit in. How they've been planning it. In 2009, I think it was, after Obama put a moratorium, is that what it's called? uh, He banned gain-of-function research. He banned it. Even after that, they were still patenting coronaviruses. Fauci was. And they even have specific ones for weaponized COVID. Weaponized COVID. It was created for uh, uh, to be a fucking weapon. And this dude goes into to details on how they tried to do this with the flu. And the guy, uh, Peter Daszak, the guy who was funding this research from the NIH, he was the middleman from the, from the NIH, which is run by Fauci. Fauci was providing the funds to this Daszak guy, and he was funding the, the Wuhan Institute. And then when all this shit went down with the lab, they hired Dazak, the, the Wuhan, the Chinese hired Dazak to be one of the lead uh, uh, investigators. That's like giving uh, uh, O.J. Simpson, letting him investigate his own murder of his own wife. This guy came out and was talking about how they couldn't drum up in 2015 in an interview, how they couldn't drum up the media scare. They needed the media to build the urgency to get these vaccines within the public, to scare them into getting these fucking vaccines. They planned to do this with the flu vaccine. But the media wasn't able to drum up enough panic, enough demand for the people to run out for everybody to get mandated vaccines. So it didn't work. So what did they have to do? They had to change the pathogen. So now you have COVID. They were putting out the the test. They had the test, the PCR tests. All these were patented in 2002. How do you think they really got these vaccines out so quick? They've been, they've been around and they still ain't shit. 
You go back to the military games in Wuhan, China, where the people who are uh, like the Olympics for the military, where all these fucking athletes, a ton of these athletes were coming down with COVID-like symptoms before COVID was even released. They think it came out in September of 2019. And just before that, there was another patent just before it. So it, it, it's, it's all bullshit, and they're just using it for power grab. They're using it to, to, to big pharma. This is all this is. And you're like, this can't be true. How would they just fucking throw all these lives away? For, to what? To make money? Of course. That's what they're doing. Big pharma runs everything, homies. That's why if you go to your doctor and you have severe symptoms, a lot of these doctors won't give you hydroxychloroquine. They won't give you ivermectin. You can ask them straight up for it. They won't give it to you because they've been told by their CEOs not to prescribe those things. Why? Oh, because they don't work and there's a... Ivermectin is the safest drug in the history of the fucking world. It's been around since the 70s. It's literally the safest drug in the world. The worst thing that happens is nothing happens. Resist these motherfuckers, homies. It's time. If you can't wake up now, if you don't see it now... What the fuck they're trying to do? And they're trying to turn these motherfuckers anti. I told you guys months ago. Before these vaccines came out. I told you. Go back to the episodes. Go back to the files. I said first it was it was lab theory versus natural people. COVID's real, not real. When they were first when this first came out last January, they were telling you that it couldn't even spread person to person. Remember that shit? Then they said masks don't work. Remember that shit? How it all changed when they realized, oh shit, we can politicize the fuck out of this. We should be politicizing the fuck out of this. Then it became masks versus no masters. And I said, it's, the next thing is vaccines versus no vaccines. And that's where we're at. Turn the people against themselves and the uninformed dumb fucks go around fucking shaking their little finger from their little moral high ground looking down on you saying, you're going to kill my sons and my daughters. If you don't get the vaccine, you say, hey, dumb fuck. You can still get COVID if you have the vaccine. You can still give it to me, you shithead. And oh, oh, well, you're taking up all the hospital beds. No, all the fat people are taking up the hospital beds. What about all the motherfuckers that are in there for heart disease because they ate themselves into heart disease? Never exercised a day in their life. They're taking your fucking bed away. What about smokers with lung cancer? They're taking your fucking, your fucking uh, ICU beds away from you. Guess what? You don't even have to worry about an ICU bed if these motherfuckers would tell you any fucking thing about keeping yourself healthy, about protecting, enhancing your, your, your immune system. So I'll do it for you. Exercise, motherfuckers. Not once, a, not once a week, not twice a week, three times a week, every fucking day. As much as you can. If you're not taking 15 to 30 milligrams of zinc with quercetin, you're a dumb fuck. You need to be taking vitamin D is, is, is a COVID killer. Most people, especially black people, they, there's like a huge number, like 80% of black people because of the melatonin in their skin have vitamin D deficiencies. That's why if you see the numbers, they, especially early on, they were hit the hardest as far as the death goes when getting COVID. Vitamin D deficiency. You need 5,000 IUs of vitamin D a day. You need 15 to 30 People in the hospitals who have real doctors who are treating them or giving them around the 30 uh, milligrams of zinc in the hospitals 
Vitamin C is a big one, but vitamin C is very hard to take orally. You basically just piss most of it out. It won't hurt you to take it, but you got to take a ton of it, and you got to take it throughout the day. I'm talking like 3,000, like 3 grams every few hours to even have it make a difference. Um, so you don't really have to worry so much about vitamin C, but with the zinc, you need to be taking about 1,000 milligrams of quercetin a day. That helps deliver the zinc into your bloodstream. Without it, you're not, your body doesn't absorb the zinc very well, so you actually get very little of it. If you take it with quercetin, though, it delivers it right to your blood cells, so you'll be good. You need, you need 1,000 milligrams. You could take about uh, 500 in the morning, 500 at night, however you need to fucking do it. Be careful with the zinc. Uh, some people shit their pants. It makes me real nauseous when I take it, so I take it on, 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 uh, with food. When I eat it in the afternoon, that's when I take my zinc. And I'm taking right now, I got a little 11 milligram pills, so I take two of those. So I'm around 22 milligrams of that, and I'm right around 1,000 milligrams of quercetin. You can find these things on Amazon. They're not even that expensive. Vitamin D3, that's not expensive either. So 5,000 I use of that, and you'll be fine. And get your exercise, and you will be fine. You, nothing will have, that's better than any vaccine. Trust me. Your immune system is way more robust than this this fucking treatment that they're trying to in- inspect. And I haven't checked on this, but I was told that they don't even call it a vaccine on their websites. It's some kind of, you know, treatment or, or, or something that, it, that it's called. I didn't, double, I didn't check that, so you can check that for me. Uh, I don't give a fuck either way. But there you have it. I, I, I went on a good one, homies. I, I, I don't know what to fucking tell you. I'm just seeing all this shit every single day and these dumb fucks that just go around, bah, 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 these sheep. That don't question anything. If you think that your government wants what best, what's best for you, you're a dumb fuck. You're a complete dumb fuck. If you listen to mainstream media, if you're listening to, to CNN, MSNBC, CBS, Washington Post, New York Times, Yahoo, Apple News, these fucking places, CNN, you're a dumb fuck. You're just being lied to and passed off propaganda and you're just passing that off to dumb uh, other people. You can tell who these people are because you, you know their little talking points that they go to. It's literally right off that shit. You're just being lied to. And you sound fucking stupid. And you're going to come and tell me follow the science when you're not following the science. Follow the science that, 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 that caters to your fears that you can try to spread to other people. Listen, if you're scared, homie, go to church. Church, motherfucker. Stay in your panic room, like I said. Starve to death in your panic room. Wearing masks out in the fucking outside, you dumb motherfuckers, you. Yo, let me get into this fight talk real quick. Just real quick. Because this is, this is a, this is, I'm already going towards an hour here, man. Uh, throat's all scratchy. I was in a good mood, too. I was fired up, man. I was fired up. Talking to NFL. I got to lather the throat a little bit. Got that pumpkin spice. It's pumpkin season, homies. It's pumpkin season. Pumpkin spice season. My favorite season. Okay, you do that. It's pumpkin. Yeah, I have pumpkin spice everything, homies. Anything. Anything. Pumpkin spice coffee right now. Fucking bomb. Banging. Uh, let's get this. Let's get this uh, UFC card. Main event. Fucking banger. Uh, what do we have? Giga Chikadze. If you've never seen Giga Chikadze, listen. The last U, the last UFC. Uh, I guess it wasn't that great. They've been pretty solid. Even these these smaller cards have been pretty solid. This one's the Ultimate Fighter finale. Um, 
so they just wrapped up that season. So the, the co-main event and the, the fight before that are for the middleweight uh, Ultimate Fighter Championships and, uh, finals and the, uh, I think it's band, yeah, Bantamweight Ultimate Fighter finale. Um, so, the, so you got basically, like, you can think of them like three title fights or two title fights, basically. And then the main event, Giga Chikate versus Edson Barboza. What the fuck? This, yo, that's, that, that right there is one of the sleeperest, one of the sleeperest main events I've ever seen. If you miss this main event, uh, use a buster. You, you, use a cuck. Use in the panic room with them homies wearing their motherfucking masks in their panic room. That's what the fuck you are if you miss this motherfucker. Because this shit's going to be banging. Giga Chikaze, um, I don't think he ever won it, but I know he, he challenged for the, was it Glory or K1? Glory kickboxing. Uh, world Championship. He was a glory kickboxer, specialized kickboxer, a fucking monster. If you don't know who Edson Barbosa is, I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. Uh, OG, OG uh, reminds me so much of a uh, of uh, Jose Aldo, like a bigger Jose Aldo, nasty leg kicks. He has the greatest, in my opinion, the greatest KO of all time, the spinning wheel kick to Terry Adam. We just saw this weekend Ignacio Bahamandes. He just spinning wheel kicked... Um, uh, Roosevelt, I got that fight wrong. I thought Roosevelt might be able to to take the young buck, uh, but Roosevelt Roberts got knocked the fuck out with a spinning back kick in the, like the last ten seconds. Uh, but that Edson Barbosa versus Terry Adam, that one's a little di- that homie. He stiffened that motherfucker up like a toy soldier, at ease, gentlemen. He just fucking spinning wheel kicked that motherfucker into oblivion. Uh, so Edson Barbosa, two fucking a Muay Thai traditional Muay Thai versus Jiga and the Jiga kick. Which is his round kick he throws. He throws it with like an upward angle, which normally you don't want to throw your kicks, especially your body kicks, because you know you get caught up on the elbow. You hit him on the elbow coming from the upward. Like a regular tie kick comes like almost parallel. Your your, your shin travels parallel into the body so that you don't you know kick the elbow and stuff like that. But this dude sneaks this this jiga kick in. It's like he's kicking a a, a, a fucking soccer ball. It's like he's lining up for a penalty shot. It, it, it's fucking crazy. He's got long hands. The distance is going to be the, the, the main factor in this fight. Edson Barbosa needs to be in close. He has, he has that, those short, tight, crisp boxing. He likes to dig to the body like that, that uh, Aldo liver punch. He likes to throw that short hooks that fucking de- destroy people. He's not a long fighter. He doesn't, he doesn't fight from outside the pocket. Giga fights from outside the pocket. He throws long punches, low hands, uh, lots of movement, sideways movement, uh, lateral movement. Um, his, his jabs, his strikes are just super long. So Edson's going to have to find a way to get inside on, on Giga to land those leg kicks. You know, he's got a wide stance. So most, a lot of leg kickers, with the exception of Aldo, if you saw Aldo's last fight against uh, Moonhouse, Pedro Moonhouse, most leg kickers aren't very good at defending leg kicks. Jose Aldo's the exception. He, he, he was defending leg kicks the exact way I've mentioned how to do it on here a million times, where you just sweep the foot back like you're wiping your foot off on a rug. He was doing that, and he was, and he was making Pedro Munoz miss those low calf kicks, and that's like half of his game. Uh, but Edson Barboza, he's going to have to find a way to get inside on Jakate. On, on so this is going to be a distance. Whoever can manage the distance, whoever can get this into the distance, Edson Barboza basically wants boxing boxing uh, uh, distance. He wants to fight in boxing range. Jika Chikakse wants to fight at kickboxing range, which is a little bit further out. There's a difference, trust me. A boxer, you know, boxing, you watch boxing, uh, Manny Pacquiao versus Ugas the, the other night, it's fought close, a lot, lot closer than a, than a kickboxing match is. Um, by the way, that, that was, the, I, 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 had, I had a bad feeling for that one for Manny Pacquiao. I thought that, that either way, if he fought Earl Spence, he was going to lose. 
And then when they told Ugas, that's such a, that's such a tough fight on like ten days' notice to change from. You know, Sal Paul like Spencer or Errol, Errol Spence to to this dude Ugas, who's you know he's in his mid thirties, I think, but he, he's a tough, he's a he's a gritty fucking powerful puncher. It was just a bad, you know, and, and still, you know, Manny held his own. He didn't get embarrassed, but you know, he lost that fight. Clear, clearly lost that fight. Had him down. I had him down eight to four, and I think two of the judges did too. So they saw it the way I did. Um, but boxing range is different than kickboxing range, and that's gonna be the key to this shit. Um, my thing with Edson is is. I've seen him break. When you resist him, when you resist him and, and, and you push back on him, he breaks sometimes, you know, and, and, and he can be finished. So I, I'm a little worried about that with Edson. With Jiga, he just hasn't been tested in the UFC. Um, he hasn't found somebody that's going to hit him like, like Edson Barboza can. So, um, you know, can he go to deep waters? He's never fought five rounds MMA you know, five, five-minute MMA rounds. That's that's a big deal. If it gets to four and five, you know, I don't know if Edson's ever gone distance in a five-round. I know he's had five-round main events, but I, I, off the top of my head, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with Giga. I just think the range is going to be too much. I think eventually third, fourth round, Giga's going to land something. I think this is, this is a hot – somebody's going to finish the other. I don't think this goes a full five rounds. Give me Giga Chikatse. Give me what, – what did I put down on wax over here? Um, I think I did Giga Chikatse TKO round three. Uh, TKO round three. Giga Chikatse. We're gonna go with that. Brian Battle versus Gilbert Urbina. Uh, this is the middleweight title. <sighs> Man, these guys are really. I watched the Ultimate Fighter. I just fa- fast forward through all the fights. Uh, you know, two guys. You know, Ur- Gilbert Ur- Urbina, who's in the finals against Brian Battle. He actually got knocked the fuck out in the semifinals. In the second round against uh, Trey Sean Gore. This dude's a beast. He looks like a black Darren Till, if you haven't seen this guy. But he throws bombs. That dude was going to win it all, but he got hurt. So Gilbert Urbina, the guy who was in the semifinals, gets to fight Brian Battle. He's good, too. These dudes look exactly the same. They got but such a similar style, Sal Paul. Um, Gilbert likes to use both stances. Um, Gilbert's really good, too. I mean, I think he's got a better ground game, but Brian Battle's tough to get on the ground. He's just a bigger dude. Uh, they both kind of lack power. I'll go Brian Battle decision. Ricky Tercios, this dude's a, this dude's off. This dude's a wild motherfucker. He's off the leash, howling at the moon. Uh, he biting through his leash, shitting on motherfucking lawns. Uh, fighting Brady Highstand. Uh, Highstand. He's like a, a wrestler. He's got pretty good wrestling. Uh, you know, wrestler strikings, ones, one twos, big power punches. You know, but not very savvy. Not nothing intricate. You know, with it with his boxing, it's just straightforward vanilla one twos, one two threes. Um, but he's got the ground game. If you can get Ricky Tercios on the ground, he can dominate with you know and 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 grind out you know from top control. He can th- ground out a win. But I'm taking Ricky, Ricky Tercios. It's going to be hard for him getting staying on his feet, especially early, early in the fight. But if he can scramble back to his feet, he's just a wild motherfucker. This guy just throws everything at the moon. If you saw Brandon Royval fight the other day, um, it, it, he's similar to that. Uh, Brandon Royval needs to bring it down a notch. He's he's just too fucking frantic. Which is a gift and a curse, because that w- that's what makes him so dangerous. But at the same time, that's what you know also leads to his downfall. Same thing's going to be with Ricky Tercios. But this guy's like a southpaw, um, throws everything, starts with the kitchen sink and throws everything. Um, give me Tercios' decision. Uh, Kevin Lee versus Daniel Rodriguez. This is a sly little banger at welterweight. This is a tough fight for Kevin Lee to take on short notice. Daniel Rodriguez has been active. Dan- uh, Kevin Lee hasn't fought since he got choked out by Charles Oliveira over a year ago. 
Daniel Rodriguez throws bombs. Listen, uh, if I had to bet the house, I'd take Kevin Lee because I think he can take, uh, you know, Daniel Rodriguez doesn't have good takedown defense. He's going to end up on his back, especially early in this fight. Kevin Lee fades, though. And if he can't get Rodriguez on the ground, keep him there. You know, Daniel Rodriguez is going to hit him with that left hand. This dude's like the, the 2021 version of Chris Lieben. If you remember Chris Lieben, this dude was like a drunken master all over the fucking cage, just stumbling, bumbling, looked like he was unconscious every time he entered the cage before the fight even started, and he would just stumble and drop these right hands after getting rocked, in, or left hands after getting rocked. He was the guy who, who uh, Anderson Silver made his de- debut against. This dude, Daniel Rodriguez, reminds me of him. I'm going to take Daniel Rodriguez. I'm going to take it. I go TKO in this one. TKO round three, Daniel Rodriguez. But Kevin Lee, I think he should definitely be the favorite. If I had to put money, I would probably take him just because of the wrestling. He should be able to hold Daniel Rodriguez down. But fuck that. Give me Daniel Rodriguez, TKO. Andre Petrosky, big-time wrestler. Um, repetitive. I think he's southpaw. Just throws nothing but left hands on his feet. Michael, Michael Gilmore came in the middle of the season on the Ultimate Fighter. These are both Ultimate Fighters. Uh, Michael Gilmore literally came in middle of the season as a replacement for a guy who got hurt, got his ass kicked uh, by Urbina, who's in the finals now. Um, give me Andre Petrosky. Give me... Did I take him on a, a rear naked choke round two? Mahmoud Muradov versus Gerald Mearshart. It's just a Mearshart. I didn't shit my pants. It's just a Mearshart. Uh, Mahmoud Muradov is a motherfucker. This dude throws fucking bombs. Uh, long distance fighter. He stays on his fucking horse, man. This dude's like wearing the yellow jersey, riding his bike around that motherfucking octagon. This dude stays on the outside, peppering you with shots. Throws big overhand rights. He's a fucking killer. He's four, won 14 straight. Uh, fights 3-0 in the UFC. Just knocked out. Go watch him fight Andrew Sanchez. Actually, he has a couple knockouts that are fucking crazy, but watch him fight Andrew Sanchez. He hit that dude with a right hand, and, and homie started doing Mr. Roboto across the fucking cage. I mean, homie homie just fucking short-circuited, started buffering, lost uh, lost server connection. A homie just looked stupid. I mean, he just like fucking started like short-circuiting and shit. He wigged out. And collapsed against the cage. Mahmoud's a motherfucker. Gerald Mershart, he's most famous for getting knocked the fuck out by uh, Kamzat Chimaev last summer with one fucking punch like 15 seconds into it. He's a good wrestler, good top control, stand-up. He's, he's got economy hands. He's got, he's got that 7-10 seven to, seven to ten day delivery. Forget you ordered shit by the time uh, you actually get it. Those are economy hands that, that Gerald Mershart has. He's going to be a massive speed disadvantage on the feet. If he can't get it to the ground, it's a rizzy. It's a wrap. Give me uh, Mahmoud. Mahmoud Muradov, round two, TKO. I'll just read off the rest. We'll just go down to the, the Eliseo DiCirico. This dude's a fun fighter. I love watching him. Abdul Razak Hassan. Ooh, this one's a fucking banger. Give me, give me DiCirico. He's the guy who knocked out uh, that guy. I don't even remember his name. That guy who knocked out that other guy with that spinning wheel uh, bat kick when he held it. Remember? Uh, Sam Alvey versus Wellington Terman. Uh, who the fuck knows? Sam Alvey's been around since so been around, but hasn't won in like fucking six straight fights. I think he's like 0-6-1 or some shit, 0-5-1. But he's so tough. He's, he's tough all the time. Wellington Terman hasn't shown me nothing in the UFC. 
fuck it. Give me the give me give me Sam Alvey decision. Dustin Jacoby, Darren Stewart. This is a nice little banger. Give me Dustin Jacoby, TKO round three. JJ Aldrich versus somebody new. Uh Papalus. I don't even know. Give me Aldrich decision. Jamal Emmers versus Ta- Pat Sabatini. This is gonna be a good little scrap right here. Pat Sabatini, excellent grappler. Excellent wrestling. Um got real Definitely wrestler striking. Looks like uh, like a Chad Mendes type striker or a uh, Michael Chandler type striker on the feet. Jamal Emmer's much better stand up fighter than him. Much, but you know, can he stay on his feet? Damn, I don't know who wins this one. Um, give me Sabatini. Just takedowns decision. Mana Martinez versus Guido Canetti. I don't even know if that's still on there, but give me give me give me Mana Martinez. Leo Mana Martinez uh, decision. So there you have it. How many is that? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, it's about 12 fights. Yeah, that that sounds about right. So there you have it. I give it to you rough. I give it to you raw. Little bit of everything. We just riffing, homies. We just riffing. We just going wherever the wind blows, wherever it takes us, homies. That's that's all this was about. You know, I got a little fired up in the middle there, but that's just what I do here. You know, throat scratchy and shit. It's been a while since I've been on the cast. I miss this shit, homies. Uh, but that's it, homies. I'm going to get the fuck up out of here. We're already pushing an hour and ten minutes. I had to just holler at you guys. I'll be back when I get back. When you see me, I'm back. How about that? I'm back when you see me, homies. Uh, tell your homies to tell the homies. Um, I'm going to leave some shit in the, in, in, in the section, in the, com- in, in, in the little description. Hit it up, homies. Open up your minds, homies. But uh, I'm Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody Hank. Rolling solo today with, with, with Moody Hank. It's just me and Moody Hank today. No triple champ, no quadruple champ rolling with the homie today. So it's just uh, Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank. It's episode number 140, homies. Next stop, 150. Next stop, a buck 50, homies. Whiskey Sick Podcast, and I'm out, motherfuckers. We creep loud towns, don't blame me, approach these fiends, it don't take me More than four or six, you need split your seams, spit your seam The rhymes I kick, that bomb that is said timely with Roll you back up, pose and blast us underneath the seat, the heat is packed Full clip, pull it, two hits gone, two lit, two shit, you guess wrong You bet on that other shit, fuck you when that rubber ripped up, down, pull it out Finish what I barely started, very odd, I'm fairly hard from what I've heard these bitches say Bitch is what pussy was, right before it's fucked Life is such and much the same, I'll kindly fucking bust the same Time is up, I must refrain these stains, you can't just wipe them off you tap it, might withdraw enough to keep this game alive Tame aside, stakes will rise, I may just ride and live for it I may just try and lift this shit, breaking pride to grip a bit It may just slide an inch, but it's the one you need to keep her pleased Deeper we go, she won't breathe, but she gon' see the life I bring Every verse on every word and never swerved off track again First to finish, last to win, backs again against the wall Ride my way out, time to lay down, ride away now No escape found, ain't the same how I get down Ride the lows and hide the safe route any day now I'll explode, hold you chosen, you don't look down Tight roll down, spot the land, cannot withstand the heights we'll see Break their arms Die to reach, ain't that far, can't lie to me Loud sounds, loud sounds, loud sounds Loud sounds, loud sounds, loud sounds Loud sounds, loud sounds Bright lights all around, time's right, calm me down Might shine my sound on the ground No thoughts allowed to cross your mind, no time to spare Lost the 
find line rhymes is rare Try not to stare, I'll lie to you Sold the dub and turned the key That opened doors, I earned a peek At what's inside the fuck's a mind Will give to of its own I'll piss on you, it's so Cliche, we may take your crown Appreciate he hates, take a bow Keep saying, please make your way down Freeway, please stay straight, I found A spot to drop these ladies off And find the bitches where they at Find the witness, where that ass Found my shit is there I ask where I fit in Bear I win and there's just inches left to take Bet my fate and blow the winning Slowly spinning, tables turn Bright lights, bright lights Try to stay wide awake, the lights will fade It's my mistake, your eyes will play Tricks and shit is not a game to flip the script The plot was fame, it's not the same My thoughts have changed, my shots of aim with Sally Mae I'll be waiting in the alleyway Pop that bitch and validate My parking stalking Mary Jane Hit that shit, it's game we play Then gone, I'm on my merry way Then bought on soul, I'm barely late It's rare, it's fate, I'm there to stay No cares today, I sold my soul for yesterday So fuck tomorrow, my time is now to catch up I'ma step up and a mile away So get fucked, I'll die to say What crossed my mind, I lost my nine Panic dip, wreck the prince But seems I left my thoughts behind The scene is fresh, just press rewind Loud sounds, bright lights. Loud sounds, bright lights. Loud sounds, bright lights. Loud sounds, bright lights. Time is now, it's getting close. It's time around, you go for broke. When you hear those loud sounds, when you hear those loud sounds, time is right, we'll run a hot. All your life is what you ride. When you see those bright lights, when you see those bright lights, show me love, blow it up. Take a hit and throw it up. Showing up, going up. Gave a shit, won't give a fuck.